Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Thank you for joining us for another week of AutoLine Daily. I'm John McElroy, and here's the latest news. Well, actually, you probably already heard about this one, but motorsports legend Carroll Shelby passed away at the age of 89. Best remembered for his Cobra sports cars and Shelby Mustangs, I actually got to know Carroll on a first-name basis back in the 1980s when he was working with Lee Iacocca at Chrysler to come out with a performance version of the Dodge Omni known as the GLH. That stood for Go Like Hell. You know, Carroll always was a blunt and colorful speaker. When I asked him why he felt the need to do a performance version of a car like the Dodge Omni, he said, Gee, John, that car could not pull a wet string out of a cat's ass. And that sounded like as good a reason to me as any. Carroll was one of the greats, and he left the car business in better shape than how he found it. Supplier companies have always rated Toyota and Honda as the best automakers to do business with, but that is changing fast. The latest supplier survey from a company called Planning Perspectives shows that while they still remain the best, Toyota's and Honda's popularity with suppliers is plummeting, while GM, Ford, and Chrysler are climbing quickly. You know, this rings true to me. I've heard suppliers complain recently that Toyota and Honda are pounding them to cut prices and treating them like General Motors did back in the 1990s, which is to say, with no sense of partnership whatsoever. Car dealers love to come up with gimmicks to sell vehicles, but this is one of the crazier ones that I've seen. A GMC dealer in Shanghai is giving away five tons of gasoline with the purchase of a new Sierra Denali. Yeah, five tons. Okay, now, a gallon of gas weighs about six pounds, so that either translates into 1,600 or about 1,800 gallons of gas, depending on whether they're using a metric ton or not. In either case, that's worth about $8,000 in China. Now, that may sound like a lot, but with the Sierra Denali costing about $130,000 in China, dealers have to come up with gimmicks like this to get someone to pay that much for a pickup truck. We've been tracking this for some time now, but sales of big trucks are screaming ahead. According to Ward's Auto, they were up close to 40% in April compared to a year ago in the U.S. And it is the same story in Canada where big truck sales jumped 38%. And as I keep on saying, this is a good sign that the economy will continue to grow. Yin and yang, give and take. That's the way it is in the automotive industry. Supercars, for instance, come with supersized price tags. Their ferocious performance is tempered by frightening fuel consumption. But Bentley's new Continental GT V8 is a lot less damaging to your wallet and to the environment. According to the EPA, this British bruiser stickers at a not too unreasonable 15 miles per gallon around town and get this, 24 MPGs on the highway. The W12 powered version musters just 12 in the city and 19 on the open road. 
The GT's twin-turbo 4-liter V8 delivers 500 brake horsepower. From a standstill, 60 miles an hour is attainable in just 4.6 seconds, but the car gives up very little performance compared to the 12-cylinder model. What it does sacrifice, though, is expense. It costs about $18,000 less. Porsche's plans to offer a smaller, cheaper sports car have been scrapped. Reuters reports the proposed sub-boxster-sized model has been jettisoned because the company is worried about diluting the brand and alienating existing customers. Porsche wants to sell about 200,000 vehicles annually, and a more affordable car would be a great way to boost volume, but apparently not the right way. Say, has all that merger and acquisition activity finally died down in the automotive industry? The consulting firm KPMG doesn't think so. And coming up next, you will see why. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. KPMG is a company that provides tax and audit and advisory services for all kinds of corporate clients. It also keeps a very close eye on what drives M&A, mergers and acquisitions, in the automotive industry. Gary Silberg with KPMG conducts a survey of automotive executives to track what's driving M&A, and the latest survey turned up some interesting results. Hello, I'm Gary Silberg, National Automotive Sector Leader at KPMG, here to talk to you about some key strategic issues facing the automotive industry today. Whether it's Geely acquiring Volvo, Tata buying Jaguar and Land Rover, GM taking an equity investment in PSA, or other tie-ups that seem to be announced on a regular basis, mergers, acquisitions, and alliances are alive and well in the automotive industry. We believe there are three primary trends driving all this M&A. One, growth. Manufacturers want access to new markets and customers. Two, new technologies. Access to new technologies and products will be critical for success in the marketplace. Three, cost savings. Management see acquisitions or alliances as a means to reduce risk, share development costs, and gain scale. To validate our hypothesis, our 2012 KPMG Global Automotive Executive Survey interviewed 200 senior executives from the world's leading automotive companies suppliers, dealers, financial service providers, and for the first time, mobility service providers. They confirmed the shift towards partnerships. A large majority, 68% view joint ventures and strategic alliances at an OEM level as a key strategy to compete in the marketplace. Tier 1 suppliers responded strongly in favor of mergers and acquisitions. With most of their restructuring behind them, they now have the profits, strong balance sheets, and cash flow to do them. Interestingly, previous respondents saw joint ventures and alliances primarily as a way to minimize debt and risk of bankruptcy. But in our most recent survey, this was barely mentioned, a sign the industry is now looking to grow rather than merely survive. To survive and thrive in this intensely competitive market, automotive companies must move to the next level of product innovation, quality, and cost competitiveness. Keeping strategic core competencies in-house will remain critical. However, companies must also be able to look outside and see what others are investing and innovating in. The ability to balance internal and external competencies will determine the winners and losers. We believe that through collaboration, acquisitions, joint ventures and alliances, 
companies will be better able to compete and win in the marketplace, and we believe you will see more of these announcements in the headlines of the future. Thank you for your interest, and I look forward to updating you again. To learn more about KPMG, visit www.kpmg.com automotive.